Hey, it's Waiver Wire Wednesday with your host, Shooter. Hello? Matthew Cox. How are you? And how are you doing? I'm good. You can hear me okay? I can hear you. For those listening, this is our uh, fourth take on this. We're having some technical issues. I actually switched over. Rather than using the app, I'm just using the Anchor website now. It sounds like we're hopefully past those problems. But um, yeah, good to have you here, man. I know um, you were, along with Guns, were actually the two guys that pioneered this pod probably, what, six or seven years ago, I want to say? Long time ago, probably before Anchor was even around. We, uh, we started it out. At that at the time, we were a little hamstrung by guns, honestly. Uh, I think the rest of us thought it was a lot harder to produce a podcast than it really was. And uh, now we know, especially with the invention of things like Anchor, that it's really not that hard. Absolutely. We can do it from anywhere. I remember the old days with guns showing up with a, a full studio almost, a, a mobile studio at that, but a, a lot of equipment involved. And uh, through the miracles of technology in the Anchor app, uh, here we are, but, um, yeah, good to have you here, man. How's your, how did week one of your, your fantasy season go? I know you're in a, a few leagues. Fantastic week one, uh, four and record and, uh, just excited for the future. I know I have a, I have a matchup with Clayton in, uh, Polka Portland only live keeper association this week. So pretty big, pretty big matchup as you know, given our history. Yeah, a lot, lot of history there. One of the, the oldest rivalries in, in fantasy sports. Um, 4-0, wow. Um, do you feel like being out of the, the LOD has kind of freed up some some uh, bandwidth, if you will, to to really dedicate a lot? Of, I mean, four leagues is a lot. And to go 4-0 week one, just so, does, do you feel like you have just a lot of extra brain power to pour into those leagues? If anything, it's just, you know, weaker competition across the board. There's always a weaker uh, person in the league, especially like a work league style. So um, I think LOD just prepared me is, is, ha- is all I can say. Yeah, LOD, and that's actually a, a, a topic we're going to get to and kind of the purpose of this pod. But you really notice it in the LOD with the waiver wire, when I talk to some other leagues and they, they mention guys that they picked up off the waiver wire. And I'm like that, that happened three weeks ago in the LOD. Um, so it is, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a grind and it certainly prepares you for your other leagues. I also went, uh, I went three and this week as well. I mean, two other leagues, uh, one of them obviously being Polka with you and then um, kind of my, my college friends as well. So the, the LOD is definitely um, a trial by fire that you leave it stronger going into your other leagues. I mean, for those for those that don't know about your college friends league, could you tell us how many teams are in that? <laughs> so my uh, league with my Puget Sound friends, it's uh, there's only six guys, and we do two QB. We have all – I don't know if you guys have ever played around on – like the scoring settings on Yahoo, but there's all kinds of crazy stuff you can set on there. Like, like a, you get a quarter point for a completed pass by a QB. You get a bonus. If a QB throws for 300 yards, you get a point for a first down. There's all this crazy stuff. So our scores will be like, I put up 235 points week one. Like they're Holy regular. Hell. 
regularly in the 200s so we just made it like a wild league and it's it's kind of fun but it's you know it is kind of obviously my kind of uh number three league love it so. that's great well tell me why you, you brought me on the pod today yeah, so I, obviously we had our weekly pod that came out on Tuesday, which unfortunately was prior to waiver claims going through Wednesday morning. And there's been a lot of talk in the, the league chat about these waivers um, and what guys bid. Was it too much? What you know, did they get a good deal? Did they do it right? Um, so I really wanted to bring in an outside party who's you know, not part of the league and there's no real bias toward these moves. So I kind of want to play, I'm what I'm going to do uh, shooter. I'm literally just going to read the name of the player and the amount that they were acquired for. I'm not even going to tell you who acquired them because I want it to be as like organic as possible with no bias toward any players. And I just want to get rapid reaction on what you think of the claim and what you see as the outlook for that player kind of going forward. Does that sound okay? It sounds okay if I can add a little bit yeah. before you even start. Um, one thing, you know, I always do like to know the full rosters. So it is hard to, you know, somebody only has one starting running back or maybe they had two and they lost Le'Veon. Completely understand outbidding for a couple of the running backs that were available today. And I should state in all four leagues, because I went 4-0, had feel like I have strong rosters, I actually didn't do – I think I only made one pickup and it wasn't any of the guys that we're probably going to talk about right now. So, okay. Let me, yeah, let's do that. I'll give you, I'll give you a little bit of context around it. Okay. Okay. So we're, we're going to start off with the, the, the guy that the most money was spent on this week. That's Naheem Hines of the Colts. Um, he went for $51. Now um, the player that picked him up as a backfield currently of James Connor, Melvin Gordon, and then his bench running backs are Tariq Cohen, Philip Lindsay, and then Le'Veon Bell, who, as we know, actually Bell and Connor um, both were, were injured in week one. Yeah. 51. Okay. $51? Yes. I mean, to me, it sounds like a lot. Just, just, I mean, that is half your budget for the remainder of the season. I am a proponent of spending your budget during the season. So um, I don't think you should hold on to it forever. But first week, it's going to potentially keep you from going after guys in the future. My, my concern with Hines specifically is that he's been around for a while. We kind of know who he is. A great pass catching back. Um, but I do have a hard time believing that he will completely have the lion's share of the carries. So. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. I was shocked. So I, to give a little context, I had uh, Marlon Mack, who obviously went down for the year Colts backfield. I bid 45 for him, and I thought I was pretty safe. And with that, I probably had um, a need for him, considering I lost a piece of the Colts backfield. But um, he was picked up. I'll give you the name afterward. That was Brent Ketty that made the move. So uh, there you go. Moving on, the second most money spent this week was on Malcolm Brown. That was $33. And the player who picked up Malcolm Brown at, at the running back spot has Austin Eckler, Miles Sanders, and yeah. then on the bench, Latavius Murray. Uh, well, yeah, just Latavius Murray, actually. Well, I like Austin Eckler and Miles Sanders better than the previous running backs that were brought up, even though 
um, Sanders didn't play this last week. So um, already I think he's in a better position. But what was the dollar value for Malcolm Brown? Did you disclose that? Yeah, 33. 33? Um, That seems like a fair assessment after week one. It does look like he's going to be, at the very least, going to get a lot of carries throughout the year. I do believe that it's going to be a running back by committee. I have a lot of opinions about the Rams in general. Um, (laughs) But uh, I personally am staying very much away from any Ram running back. But... um, if anything, it, it just kind of speaks to how down people are in Cam Akers. He barely saw the field. He missed all – I mean, there's no preseason for rookies. So if you spend a lot of money on, like, a Cam Akers type, type it kind of sucks for you. That yeah. Brown is doing yeah doing. I think you, you said it. It's, it's a backfield that I don't think any guy is going to emerge as, like, a 20-carry guy. I think with Brown, you have to hope – that he and he did this week one, but you have to hope he establishes himself as the goal line guy going forward, and maybe he gets you ten touchdowns this year. He did get yep. two, but which yeah. he already has two, right? He got yeah. two this week, so eight yeah. more touchdowns. Um, I mean, definitely like flex appeal, and if you have Eckler who didn't get in the end zone but got a lot of, I mean, he's the guy in San Diego, or not San Diego, sorry, LA, LA's team. Um, and then uh, Miles Sanders, who I think is fully back this week from everything I've seen. That's what I've seen as well. Yeah. So um, I can't remember if I said this. That was Larebaum that made that move. He went all in on Brown. He did. He went, well, you know, a third of his budget. Who has Cam Akers? Who does have Cam Akers? Um, Let me see real quick here. Cam Akers is part of – oh, he's on Dylan's team. Yeah. I mean, if anything, I'd, I'd really have – that would be a situation where I might consider going, you know, all the way up to like 54. Because at yeah. the very least, you've now locked down the Rams running back situation for the remainder of the year. Even if they split for a while, one guy goes down, you're suddenly – you suddenly have an RB2 probably for the remainder of the year. So um, maybe a little mismanagement by Dylan. What's but, funny about that is Dylan claims that he bid $37 and Yawk uh, malfunctioned. I don't know. If Monmouth. I, Monmouth Wi-Fi. Oh, good something. point. Yeah, I think they're on like some, you know, hillbilly Wi-Fi out there. Farmers so only. It's, it's possible. <laughs> so it's possible. Uh, moving forward, a guy that had a big week one that, frankly, I had not heard of um, until week one um, is Dallas. I don't even know if I'm saying his last name right. Dallas Godare. I think that's how you say it. The Philadelphia tight end. He was purchased for $15. And I'll just give you um, the player that purchased him um, has Evan Ingram currently at tight end. Okay. Um, well, He's been around. He was on the team last year. I don't think it's the silent T, but I could be wrong. Um, he, but Ertz played, and Ertz got a touchdown. So what's the, what's the thought behind that exactly? 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he did. He put up a 20 spot. He had nine targets, eight receptions, 100 yards, and a TD. I know there has been – Ertz did get a score. There's been a little bit of – Ertz had some comments that were – Yeah, yeah, uh, like he doesn't helpful. know if they want him there or whatever. Yeah. So well, I guess maybe you're thinking they could flip Ertz or something, especially with the way the team's going. Uh, I mean, it's only one game, but it was a pretty bad loss, so – yeah, um, I just can't I see mean, I, becoming the tight end one over Ertz. Yeah, it seems strange. I mean, I guess I don't know how many other tight ends are available, but their tight ends seem relatively deep this year after, you know, those main two – I would say there's the two top guys um, in Kelsey and Kittle, and then there's like Mark Andrews seems to be in his own tier directly <laughs> below them, and then everybody else after that. Right. You know, there's like a lot of value guys like a Noah Fant – uh, type guy or the Jets tight end who I can't even remember that guy's name or Hawkinson from uh, Detroit. Right. Although like, there just seems like a lot of guys. So that does, that seems like a, a decent amount of budget. Um, maybe he f- heard something that I haven't heard about that situation, but I definitely didn't target an extra tight end. I also drafted two tight ends in every league this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. So do you start any tight ends in the flex? Like, did you get two premium tight ends or just a, a backup? I just got like a good backup if I, or I got two that I viewed really high. I was really high on Fant this year. Mm-hmm. So I got him in, I think, half my leagues. And then um, I got like Kittle in another league. So I did have a premium. But no, I don't really believe in starting one in the flex. Like, you, re- I mean, you have to be an accept. It, it basically is a Kelsey and a, Kittle situation that you'd even consider with the flex versus all the other receivers out there. Right. I don't think that's um, a great game plan, but just having two in general with the COVID situation with, you know, bye weeks, everything there's, there's just a lot of good tight end talent. So <clears throat> better safe than sorry at the tight end position folks. Yeah. Who uh, was it that did it though? Did oh, that was Lair bomb again, by the way. Wow, so how much budget have we talked about already? 33 so that plus is, 15, right? Yeah, so $48, $48 for those two wow. guys. So we have two guys that are at least down basically half their free agent budget. Correct, exactly. Wow. That's uh, huge. That doesn't seem like it's normal for LOD. Maybe Dylan, I know, I mean, Dylan's just an extremist in general. So, um I think maybe he's done something like that after week one. Or didn't Chad do like an $80 on somebody? Yeah, Chad did, but I think it was later in the year when he – and gosh, to Chad's credit, he did. Who – I feel like it was a – because Chad, Chad started 0-5 and then won the league last year. And I think he – God, I'm totally blanking on who it was, but I think it – Was it last year? I feel like it was in the year that I was with him. Was it? Okay. Oh, yeah, I guess if you remember it. Yeah. Um Anyway, but it was like eighty-one dollars. It was a massive number. Yeah, Chad had that was the biggest one ever, I think. So, um, moving on to the next one, we have Joshua Kelly for fourteen dollars. Ah, when I tell you the lineup, it's not an Eckler owner. It is an Eckler owner, so that's going to give it away. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Um, I did the same thing in another league. Um, but I didn't there. I guess that one was probably not a bad situation. So I didn't uh, have to bid on him, but I just grabbed him. So kind of smart. If you think Eckler might go down, I don't think he's going to score 
like he did. Did he get one or two touchdowns? He only got one. I think they only scored a one touchdown, right? They scored yeah. a touchdown, two field goals. So he got the lone touchdown. Yeah, 12 carries, 60 yards, and a touchdown. Yep. So, yeah, I, I kind of I, – especially being an Eckler uh, with Larabon being an Eckler owner, I – I, I'm 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 good with that one. I have Eckler in uh, the Polka League, and yeah, I'm a little. He's never been a you know a, a bell cow type back, so it's you know Kelly. Maybe you know I don't see that being a, the Chargers being a high scoring offense or anything, but no, he he will be their goal line Tyler. back. I think. Yeah, that seems like a smart pickup. I mean, it in a vacuum, although also knowing the, what Larebaum spent on everybody else now, I'm kind of like, I really am questioning the tight end pickup at this point. Yes, so, so now we're at $62 <laughs> spent by Larebaum. He's now yeah. to 38 do you, do you inning. Have, do you have a viewership into how much somebody else tried to spend on the tight end in, this, in specific? Let me see. Oh, here we go. Um, So it looks like on the tight end, yeah, the next highest bid was 6 bucks. For yes, go dare, go dirt, whatever. Um, no one else bid on Joshua Kelly. That's kind of surprising, actually. I heck, I probably should have been on in on Kelly. I was in on Hines and Brown. Um, in fact, I was the I was the second uh, highest bid on both those guys. I missed out on him. Um, Hines, I came in at so he went for fifty one. I came in at forty five. There was also forty one. 26, 21, et cetera. Jay bid five bucks on Heinz. I don't even know why you would bother at that price, but he did. Um, and then Malcolm Brown, I came in at 31. There was also a 21, a 20, and a 10. And as I mentioned, did the Jonathan Taylor owner bid on Heinz? Let me see here. He did, but only $21. Like, see, that's, wow. the, guy, that's the guy that should be going all in on. Exactly. Lock up that Colts backfield. I mean, they are, they're going to throw the ball to the backs and they're going to run the ball. They're going to, to me, that sounds like somebody that may, may or may not have been called chief at some point in their life. Like that just, it sounds like that's a culture that's been set in that person's mind. So, yeah, it may be a, a cheap culture issue. So, um, okay. So moving forward now, Bear with me here a second, getting back to the added players screen. Here, can we do a quick pause and I'll come right back? Uh, can we do that on here? Yeah, I think I can either finish recording or you can just cut it later. So, oh, no, we're good. All right. We only have two more to go over if you have a second. Okay. So we'll move quickly here. Next one, uh, Peyton Barber went for $10. And a little background on the running back situation. You may know about this one just from the chat, but this guy has Saquon and Ezekiel. Um, and then Ronald Jones plays in his flex. And then he's got Pollard, Tony Pollard, um, as a handcuff um, for Zeke. And then also has Boston Scott. Um, this guy's got a lot of running backs, but he went ahead and paid 10 bucks for Peyton Barber. And is Peyton, I mean, I'll, I'll, be completely honest, I'm not even sure what – is Peyton Barber still a part of the Tampa? No. I made that same mistake the other day. He's he's on uh, the Washington football team now. Oh, he's one of those guys, like, that could potentially have the carries there. Um, okay. Did he have an okay game, I guess? 
Uh, he put up – well, so he rushed 17 times for 29 yards, which is not – That's good, not that great. Obviously, but he did have two touchdowns. Yeah. So – I mean, in fairness, the Seahawks played at 10 a.m. this week, so I didn't – I wasn't as – like, red zone was on secondary to me. So I didn't get all that game. Um, so interesting. Um, I guess carry-wise, that's okay. And based on the other dollar values that have gone out for like Heinz, that makes some sense. But um, I hadn't heard that there was much of a consensus yet in the Washington backfield. Yeah, so. he did out-touch Antonio Gibson, the other back. Yeah. Or excuse me, not out-touch, out-snapped him 38-18. to 18. But Only didn't out-touch him. Out-touched him 17-11. to 11. So, I mean, that's a – Okay. A, I, I can't be – I don't know. What are your? I, I can't be mad at spending ten bucks on that. That's, no. Yeah. Value. Although no one else bid, which is kind of odd, but that's neither here nor there. It's still value. Um, so this is our. Oh, and that was that was Jay making that move. If you hadn't gathered that. Savvy. Yeah. Well, he's already won. <laughs> so the he last, the last one, last. Uh, I shouldn't say the last pickup of the week, but the last pickup that money was spent on. We're not going to go through all the minor free uh, guys that were zero dollars. Um, the last one was Mister Week One himself, Sammy Watkins, for nine dollars. Mm. Um, this player has. Yeah, you're going to know who it is again, but that's all right. Julio Jones, Stephon Diggs, an injured Michael Thomas, uh, Anthony Miller. And well, and now Sammy Watkins, obviously. Well, nine bucks. At least it wasn't a huge number, and I'm glad that other people didn't go crazy for Sammy Watkins again, like last year, because he had the 48 points. Honestly, you're gonna have to check that. Check the record books. Maybe that was the guy that Chad's been on. <laughs> and even though he had a good year, he's somebody spent on that. I want to say somebody spent in like the 40s for him after week one, yeah. if I remember. I mean, correctly. he had 48 points in week one last year. So, did he? Gosh, that's. Yeah. I mean, it's kind he of a, weird how I, I know the Chiefs obviously have, like, Travis Kelsey is a receiver for all intents and purposes, but it's kind of weird how, like, like Watkins or Hardman, they haven't really emerged as, like, fantasy, consistent fantasy producers. It's really Hill and Kelsey, and then maybe one of either Watkins or Harmon, one of them has a good week, but they just, you can't count on either of them week to week, I don't think. Yeah. So, all right. Well, with that, um, that is the conclusion of our our, uh, waiver wire roundup, if you will. Um, Any parting shots uh, from you, Kassad? Thoughts or shots? Thoughts or shots? Well, it's kind of hard to take shots. I can't see everybody's roster, so... Um, I, I don't even really know who was the low score, uh, the... man, the low score was freezing and it was not close. Oh, I shouldn't say it wasn't close. Freezing had freezing at 79. Keddy had Ooh. 81. And then actually the rest of the league was all over a hundred. In fact, a lot of people well into the hundreds. Yeah. Well, guys went off. I mean, yeah. a lot of round running backs had good good days so yeah um well i'm not gonna say anything negative about freezing he's uh you know hall of fame owner and he'll he'll be there at the end of the season he always is yeah facing him this week i'm not gonna i'm certainly not going to take any shots at freezing right now yeah i mean my only i've already kind of given a shot at dylan for being an extremist but 
he's just going to trade everybody on his team. That's just, that's, that's just a, a fact. So, yeah, he's in a, he's in quite a different headspace right now. So that's going to be an interesting storyline to watch. So. Well, thank you for letting me be a part of this. I'll try to get it to you now. So, Oh yeah. Or if you want, you can actually, um, you can post it directly into the league chat. If that's Oh yeah, I could. that'd work. All right. Oh. I'll put some production on it too. Perfect. All right, man. All right. Well, ha- thanks for joining again. Uh, have a good rest of your evening. Long live the League of Dons. Long live. See ya. Don't turn your back on me. Let's get one thing straight. This is Shooter's Tour. I've worked hard my whole life, paid my dues, and now it's Shooter's turn. And Shooter's not about to let his reign at the top be spoiled by some freak sideshow clown. Did you just call me a freak? I was on this tour for one reason, money. But now I got a new reason, kicking your ass.